Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Transform Your Life podcast. We have the lovely Rixon joining us today as a guest. How are you doing, Rixon? Oh, I'm like super sparkly and excited. <laughs> Amazing. And Ashley, you look all festive. You have your stockings and you're all set to go, eh? I do. Well, I was, it was inadvertent. Um, my children just started pulling things out of bins and pulling them upstairs. And I was in the middle of a workout. This was a couple of days ago. And I was like, oh, I could just see the sparkles. I could just <laughs> see the trail of stockings. I'm like, oh, I guess I know what I'm doing, but I'm done here. And I came upstairs and it was just like they had decorated and they had done a wonderful job. And then I oh. had to add my like little bits where uh, they get straightened out and the stockings aren't all in a clump. And so, yeah, we are all decorated and I love Christmas. So I'm super excited for it. And uh, yeah. That's lovely. We just don't have to decorate anymore with kids. We just have to move things higher when they're done. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom of the tree. How old are your, so Rickson, welcome. Thank you, you have children. How old are so your many. kids? We have young kiddos as well. And most of our listeners know that, but you mentioned some, some tiny people. How old yeah. are you? So mine range from four to 11. So it's like, yeah, a bit of a challenge to kind of, or I guess it's kind of fun to try and think of activities for all of them. But my main technique is to do like one-on-one -on -one time. Like we do special days so that the 11-year-old can do 11-year-old things and the four-year-old can do four-year-old things. And then occasionally there'll be like a craft that they all like jive with. And that's exciting. Decorating is actually a good one. <laughs> Amazing. So I feel like typical to our style, Angela, we are like diving right into the middle. And um, Rix and I know that that works well with your... Um, your human design chart as well. So we wanted to officially say welcome, you're here, and tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, so that our listeners um, are joining us on the journey from the start um, as we kind of bounce around as we typically do. That makes sense. Thank you. So first, I'm just super excited to be here and honored. Thank you for inviting me. So I am, yeah, manifesting generator. I am a master jeweler and I specialize in high-end fantasy jewelry for extra yet far from ordinary women who embrace all gender identities. And I've been on a bit of a spiritual awakening. This is actually my second <laughs> for about like two years. So I've gotten like super into emotional regulation and therapy and just all the things tarot. So I'm kind of working on like bridging my sort of day life or day job, which ironically, I never really had a day job. Like I went to university for jewelry. I was kind of always doing my art, like love creative life. But I realized that the conditioning and the trauma, it was like still happening. <laughs> like I was people pleasing still in my art. I was doing a lot of custom designs, which I still love to do. But yeah, I'm sort of trying to figure out how to, I am actually figuring it out now, how to kind of merge them. And I have like some new exciting things that I'll talk about during the podcast that kind of bridges the jewelry and the healing world and like what I'm talented in and actually want to do. Because as you know, manifesting generators, we kind of have a lot of talents and get distracted very easily with like, all the balls in the air, like I can do them all, but do I want to? Which ones light me up? Which ones do people need? So it's kind of figuring that all out. So, and I love 
what you've helped me with and what you do. And then I have a Reiki story as well, if you're interested, Ashley, because I know that's Yes, we're talking about human design, which is totally Angie's wheelhouse. So for the listener, though, I'm going to pretend, I I know lots about manifesting generators as well, but pretend that we have a new listener who's going, what the heck are they talking about? What is a manifesting generator? What is human design? So Ange and Rickson, I'm going to let you guys kind of like take that and then we can dive into the Reiki piece because yeah, we will go there too. But I think just for the person who's listening going, what the heck is even that? I think we want to like give a little snippet. Love it. Uh, yeah, I love Ash. I feel like you're on the ball today. You got it all. <laughs> you're keeping us organized. You're keeping us on the right train. So because I did my hair. I, there's a whole different energy about me when I do my hair, girl. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just, I'm, yeah. It's, it's that part in my cycle. I can tell. I'm right at that fall and like just about coming onto my period. And I'm like, okay, it's time to wrap shit up here. So, all right. Love it. All right. Human design. So, if you have never heard of human design, um, human design is an energetic blueprint that shows you how you can optimize every area of your life, um, both personally and professionally. There are five different energy types, and each of them operate in a unique way. So their energy um, and the way that they're able to um, operate is going to be different depending on which one you fall into. So Rickson, my dear, is a manifesting generator. And just like she was describing, our manifesting generators are literally so hyper capable. They're multi-passionate. I love to say that they have a lot of balls in the air. At one time, they're here to pivot and to combine um, different passions together, but they're not meant to stay in something for too long. Once something no longer lights them up, it's going to be a way of their energy to continue on the path of trying to do all of the things. Um, And so what I find for manifesting generators, uh, they impress a lot of the other energy types with what they can get done in a day, a week, a month, just because their energy is so go, go, go. They can fill their entire um, day and their entire month with lots of things. And that energetically feels really good for them. Whereas for generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors, if we try to operate that way, we would experience burnout, we would experience maybe some frustration, we would be completely exhausted, and it would be not the right way to use our battery. So depending on your energy type will influence how you can optimize your energy. Um, The thing with manifesting generators is just knowing that they're here to carve a very unique path that may be bridging, like Rickson's describing, healing with jewelry, which I've never even heard of combining those two things together, but you're like, yep, I can do it. I can put healing (laughs) jewelry and it's going to be absolutely magical. And that's exactly what it is to be living by your design, to not be trying to follow somebody else's blueprint, but, but be optimizing your own blueprint. And if you're curious about human design, you can definitely just head to my website. You can get your free human design chart, which is going to give you some insights on kind of getting started with human design. And that's just at AngelaHouse.com. I'll put that all in the links below. All right. Did I miss Um, anything? Thank you. I was going to say to give like Ange a little kind of boost up. Um, I'm at Ange at a women's circle and she told me just one thing about my design and it like changed my life (laughs) she was just like oh like you are I can't remember the one thing it was just I think she told me that I don't have to finish all my projects that was it and I was like what because you know I had been functioning the way that I'm sort of supposed to I don't think we can stop ourselves from functioning the way that we are it's just when you combine like the conditioning and the trauma I would experience a lot of burnout. So I can go forever. And my friend, when you said the battery, my friend calls me the energizer bunny sometimes because she's like, you did so much. How did you do that? And it's wonderful until it's not. So it was just like amazing that Ange said that because it's like in the whole kind of holistic, like healing pie, I feel like human design is like the permission to be yourself slice. And it's huge because that kind of trickles into all the other places 
Because if you have permission to be yourself in all of the slices of the pie, then you have permission to, you know, choose the modality that works for you and choose the schedule that works for you and choose the like, you know, tarot or mystical things, or maybe you want to like become a electrical engineer. Like it just, yeah, it's like fills in those little gaps with everything, right? Like you're all day. So now I know my mission is not to prove to people that I can do things. It's not to do all the things. It's to actually not like still do all the things and then feel okay about not doing them all. Like it's not a failure. If I don't finish that blog, I still learned something when I was writing it or I'm not a failure. If I don't like finish that business and make a million dollars, it's all like leading to what I actually want to do or like desire to do or I'm called to do. And I think the thing with human design, you talk about the permission slip and I agree that it is that, but I think there's even a piece before that that shows up with it. And that is knowing who you are. Because I think, right, like, you know, those pieces about you, but they bother you. You're like, why am I like this? So all of a sudden it's like, oh, I know who I am and I should be like that. Not like (laughs) it's a bad thing. It takes all of those things that we think that are negative and turns them into our positives and our gifts. Right. And so I love that you touched on that piece because that's, it's been a similar well, human design as well. Yeah, and it's beautiful. Like I noticed you guys do human design with parenting and that's gorgeous because, you know, we're learning how to like heal from trauma and heal from conditioning, but we're parents. So what if we just like raise our kids in a world where they can just be themselves right from the start? Like, I don't know about you, but my kids, the way they are is already great. <laughs> like my mission is like to not change them, like to not cause <laughs> trauma or conditioning to just be like, oh, I noticed that you kind of like to do this. Like, let's do more of that. <laughs> totally. I was going to say and add in there is that I feel like as soon as you saw your kids charts, Ashley, that's when you realized that you needed to make some big changes in your life. Um, some people that have been listening to the podcast may be familiar that you made the big move into homeschooling your kids. But human design was just that. Um, that pivotal piece of being able to guide them, uh, guide them in that way. So it was that it was the, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back, right? It was lots of things. And then when I saw their charts, it was like, okay, this is my very clear sign that, yeah, this is, this is what we need to do next. So Mm -hmm. a game changer. So if anybody is listening and you haven't done your human design and she does readings, I have been to different human design people. Angie's is by far the most thorough, the most easy to understand, step-by-step, hand-holding, like the whole bit. So if you're confused or it's too much, don't worry. She takes you through it all and makes it very easy to understand. Um, And we offer it at all of our retreats too, typically. And so if that's something that is being called to um, as well, we offer, offer a bunch of different ways that you can access that. The number one thing that we have going on that I'm super excited about, and Rix and I know you're a retreat girl yourself, um, but we have our Mexico I Need a Break retreat coming up in March from the 16th to the 23rd. So if there's still a little bit of room, if that's something that you or you and a girlfriend or you and your husband or you and your partner um, want to join or just you, if if it's just you, come. Just you. Just you, you, baby. You show up and all that you are. (laughs) Um, but yeah so if you would like more there will be more of that at the bottom of the show notes as well um yeah also I want to say what I love about Ashley and Ange your listeners can probably tell from listening to you but your guys energy is just like beautiful like I had Ange at one of my circles and Ange all the women were like like after you left they were like Ange's energy is just so amazing and they just like felt so comfortable with you and even how I met you like I hadn't even had a reading with you yet and you were just like said one thing to me and I'm like oh my goodness like I think you're very intuitive and just kind of know what people need to hear but you present it in this really like loving compassionate way so I agree fully (laughs) thank you thank you I want to hear your Reiki story Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like completely burned out. 
Uh, this was probably around 2021. So we all know like what was going on. And we, we started homeschooling actually, Ashley. Um, and I like love it and totally support you. But of course, doing it during that time, it was kind of different. It was more like not forced, like we chose to, but anyway, so I'd been home with like my kids and my husband for, I guess, about a year and I was working at home. So you know, we didn't have a lot of places to go, not a lot of support. And yeah, I was just like completely burnt out. I'll like combine two stories. So I, one night I was like with my kids and I just lost my temper. I threw their toothbrush against the wall. I yelled at them. And then I, of course, like I've been into self-help and like their psychology my whole life so I've of course like mended the relationship like said sorry like it's not okay mom did that etc put them to bed but I was just like this is not how I want to feel anymore so I went on therapy like that night I got a appointment with a Weiss therapist it's like this online therapy bot I recommend anyone interested in therapy this bot is amazing <laughs> It just like validates you and like helps you work through your thoughts. But I signed up with like a real therapist and paid for it. And I got a session that night and I told her everything, you know, all my stresses just like vented. And she said, it's understandable the way you're behaving due to the stress that you've been under, but it's not okay for many reasons. And that was just huge for me. It was like what I had been needing to hear my whole life because it was like validation. Yes, like it's understandable, but it's not okay. And I was like, oh, because my whole life I would tell people my stresses and they would say, it's okay. That happens to me too. Because as we know, like most people in the world are emotionally immature and you know, don't know how to regulate their nervous system and have ancestral trauma and all this stuff. So when they hear these stories, they're like, oh, that's okay. That happens to me too. Or I have a worse story or I have worse trauma. <laughs> and it doesn't, it's good for like, you know, feeling um, understood, but it doesn't actually go anywhere. Like it doesn't really help with healing or changing. And it's Pardon? not it doesn't stop the behavior. Yeah, it doesn't stop the behavior because I, yeah, I was actually feeling like every time I would have a meltdown or like lose my temper, people would say, oh, it's fine. Like I, I do worse things. So I was actually like, oh, like felt justified. Like I remember someone saying to me, you know, it's okay that you got mad at your kids. They've got to learn that if you poke the bear, like that's going to happen. So I was like, okay, but like, it didn't really feel good to hear that. But because I didn't want to like, look at my own stuff, I was kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll take it. But then when I started therapy, I was like, why would I want to be the bear in my home? <laughs> like, of course, I don't want to be a bear. I don't want my kids to be scared that if they poke the bear, I'll like lose my temper. So yeah, that was kind of in the place when I went to have a Reiki session. I was just like, I showed up and I was like, I'm really going to cry. Like I'm all stressed out. And I was very anxious, like lots of anxiety my whole life. And so I laid down and the practitioner was Heather McEwen. I don't know if you guys know her. She's local and amazing. She just opened a, a store or like shop called Soul Revival. So if any of you listen. Local to local to two. Where? Where are you? <laughs> I'm in Harriston, Ontario, and I know she lives in Listowel, so her place is like close to that. But if you kind of look up like Soul Revival or Heather McEwen, you'll find it. But yeah, like Minto, Listowel, where are we? North Wellington County, Canada. <laughs> I don't know how far your listeners are. So I went to her and I laid down and I was like all kind of twitching and like so she said you kind of have like a block, like there's something kind of blocking you. And um, I think I had like already started to cry. And sh she said, just like put it aside. And I was like, okay, but I really don't want to because I feel like this block is like a really important person in my life and I don't want to like get rid of them. She's like, no, you're not doing that. You're just kind of moving this energy to the side. 
so that we can do our stuff. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really know about Reiki or like spirituality or really any of it. I just went in because she was my friend and she had like a sale. And I was like, okay, I'm really upset. I'm going to go see her. So that just like opened the floodgates. Like after I sort of put this energy aside, it was like, I was just feeling... I didn't know at the time, but now I think it was just energy leaving my body like all over. I would be like, I feel it in my hip. I feel it in my shoulders. And she would sort of move around. I wasn't, I had my eyes closed, so I didn't know what she was doing. But I think she was just sort of moving around and helping. And then at one point, my the center of my back, it hurt like strongly. And I was like, what the is going on? Because I didn't know about energy and I didn't know that I could sort of feel all these things. Like she wasn't touching me, but I was in pain. And I said to her, it hurts. How do I know if the pain is too much? And then I started laughing because I realized how ridiculous it was that I would ask someone else about my pain level or how I wanted to feel. And that's like a huge piece of my life is I was constantly like, people pleasing and like codependent and enmeshed with everyone around me being like, what do they need? Like, how do I need to be for them? It was like this reverse instead of looking inside, I was looking out. And so right when I said it, the pain kind of like subsided and I was like, Oh, I get to choose. <laughs> and so, yeah, it just kept leaving my body. And then at one point I was like, it feels like there's light coming out of my fingertips. And she's like, just point it to your feet. And it, it was like supposed to be a 30 minute session. And every once in a while, I'd be like, Heather, I'm worried about the time. She's like, don't worry, girl. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and so it turned into this like two hour session. Like I was like shaking and I told her I felt like I give birth. And she was like, you did, you gave birth to yourself. And she was said that she'd never had an experience like that. She said that I connected to source energy. And I was like, what's that? And she's like <laughs> laughing at me and explaining it. Well, she wasn't laughing at me. She was very kind. <laughs> but yeah, it was just incredible. And for about a day or two after that, I was just like, feeling it, like pulling energy house and like blessing our house with all this energy and just, yeah, so into it. And since then, like I'll just kind of, I think it's doing Reiki on myself. Like I'm not trained, but if I feel kind of tense in my shoulders, I'll just kind of go like that and, you know, my stomach and yeah. So that was sort of, I guess the start of my like second spiritual awakening. <laughs> Yay, I love it. So was it the center of your back? The very center, yeah. yeah. So do, you know, do you know what holds there? I assume it's like emotional or not assume. I think I know that like signs of kind of emotional abuse are like tense shoulders and things. So I thought it was like emotional, I don't know, like holding on to emotions. You can enlighten me. Oh, one second. That spot is actually connected to um, feeling support. So ironically, it's also where we like our bra straps go, right? Um, and on the front, that's so it's the it's your solar plexus, which is where okay. your soul sits, where you're oh. like deep self-knowing, your inner power. So as soon as you asked when you would feel too much pain and started laughing, you took back your power because you realized that's up to you, not anybody else, right? That's and yeah. And then the back. So when we think about feeling supported, it's often we think about like other people, how are they supporting us? But it's also a big link to how are we supporting ourselves? Right. Are we supporting ourselves? And even by taking back that power, right? That is supporting yourself and going, you know what? I can do this and I can release this and I can clear that and I can call this in. Um, clears that, that middle back. So different okay. points in the body hold different types of emotions. So depending on what it is, so people who store more in their hips, right? They're having difficulty moving forward in life. People who store in their knees, that's where our worries sit. Um, back problems, low back problems, all finances. Um, so just depending on kind of where that energy is showing up um, is a big indicator as to what is being held. And so that's support. And then your inner like self and your soul sits right on the front of that. Okay, that's really interesting. 
Okay, that makes so much sense. Because yeah, my main sort of focus has been like self care. And you know, every therapist or person I've met has said, you know, read the art of extreme self care, or like self compassion, and like, all of these things. And it's very difficult. Because you know, as women in our society right now, we've been taught to care for other people and that it's selfish to care for ourselves. So it's like, you know, releasing those limiting yeah, beliefs. Right, dude? So yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to ask if we could swear. <laughs> now you know. Right. I think about like my grandmother's tombstone. Bless her heart. She is. I know she must be. I haven't done her chart because I have no idea when she was born, but I guarantee she's a manifesting generator. She is like the busy bee. The whole joke is like to be more like Myrtle. That's like the life goal is just to like be more like Myrtle. She comes in after doing tours with my uncle. She'll cultivate fields. She bakes 16 dozen cookies in an evening because she's bored. Like, so she's a manifesting generator. I've decided. <laughs> but <clears throat> I forget where I was going with this story now. I was talking about her tombstone. But on her tombstone, I guarantee it's going to be like she did everything for everybody else all the time. I'm like, that's cool. I don't want that. To, I don't want mine to say that. I, no, like, I want to give, but I also course. want to receive. Yeah. So my biggest, what helps me the most with that is like to kind of trick my brain is that the better care I take for myself, the more I can give. And it's very true, right? Like I just went for a weekend getaway and now I'm like present with my kids. Like I'm not feeling frustrated. I'm not because like I can do all of the therapies, I can do all the things and I can kind of work on feeling frustrated around them and not directing it at them. Like I got that down. I'm not going to direct it at them, but they still feel it. Like I still feel it. Like why would we want to hang out and be frustrated or like mom's frustrated and they're maybe not conscious of it, but I want a home where like, I can feel frustrated and say, you know, kids, like, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm just going to maybe, like, take a minute. But to just feel, like, frustrated all the time, it's not, it's no way to live. <laughs> and I think reframing it from, because we, we've been taught that it's, you've got the givers and you've got the takers. Well, what if it was giving and receiving? Yeah, like, all the time. Right? Because taking, taking sounds aggressive. It sounds like mean and I'll right like just based on our conditioning of what taking is it right. often is like for something I shouldn't have or something I don't deserve right, right. versus receiving is a lot softer right yeah. you think about so taking is a very masculine like gur energy which is good we need like gur energy right whereas receiving you think about women we are the receivers yeah just by virtue of like our anatomy, we are the yeah. receivers, right? right? Yeah. Um, so we don't take, we receive. And I think just changing that because words have power, words have energy and shifting from givers and takers to givers and receivers. I want to and be a giver and yeah. I want to be a receiver. I yeah. I like the receiving language because it also supports this abundance idea because if I'm receiving, it's already there, Right. I'm not like having to hunt, like, and not it. I'm well, just like, grab it from somebody else because yeah. you know, I'm just receiving it. And I also love my, my, my favorite thing lately is to say, I'm not receiving that. And it's really interesting because I've said it to a couple of people who they didn't mean to offend me, but they said something that I didn't want to receive. Like they said sort of a judgment about me and maybe they were being sarcastic or joking, but I was just like, I'm not receiving that. And they instantly were like, Oh, I'm really sorry. And I was like, Oh, you don't have to be. I didn't receive it. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not criticizing what you said. It's no, I'm not telling you what to say. I just, I'm not receiving that. <laughs> Cause it was like, you know, name calling me or something. And I like it with the kids too, because they can, they can yell or have emotions and maybe they express it in, in ways that can be hurtful because they're learning. And I just say, you know, I'm not receiving that, but you can feel angry and, you know, we'll work on other ways to express it. But if I'm not receiving it, then they're not having to take care of my emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's like big. Cause we have, I have a lot of sort of enmeshment and codependency where I'm still like separating the kind of empath, intuitive, 
or like kind of trauma <laughs> trying to take care of everyone bits where it can be a gift. Like if I know how someone's feeling, it can be a gift, but I'm not spending all my energy trying to change how they feel or take care of them. Awesome. Okay. So Rixon, one of the things you talked about is you went away on a girl's weekend and I want to circle back to that because it ties into one of the things that um, you really wanted to chat about was retreats. And because we're hosting one that really kind of like fit well with our theme as well. Um, but I think, so you just like toggled something in my brain that I was like, oh, cause I know that when we go away, Ange, and we have like our girls um, weekends or whatever, I come back and I'm like recharged to be like the queen of the household. Right. And like <laughs> take care of everybody and everything and do all the things. And right. And it, and it flows so easily because my cup is really quite full, but I never really like connected those two, which is ridiculous because I should have um, connected the two pieces between girls getaway and the power of retreat. Because um, after we host a retreat or after we go to a retreat, that's how it feels. I'm like, Oh, that's right. Like that's a big connecting piece. So for anybody who's listening and you're like, I've never been to a retreat. Do you go away with your girlfriends and just come back and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, you feel validated and you feel seen and you probably let out some energy, even though you weren't like consciously doing it, right? You go dancing or like you go out somewhere, right? Well, and I think of even the ways, depending on who you go on retreat or who you go on girls weekends with, um, one of the most powerful ones that I remember was with you, Angela, and two of our other friends were there at the time. And it was like, I don't know, it was probably like 2 a.m. We're sitting in my parents' cottage drinking some wine. And she just like called me out. She's like, you're fucking playing small. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, do, 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 right? And that's where I think retreat can be that place where you go, whoa, yes, I feel seen, but I'm looking at the, the shit you're seeing and I don't like it. It's okay, right? And I think that that's really cool because sometimes that happens in girls' sessions. Sometimes that happens on retreat. And other times it's relaxing by the fire and like holding hands and doing a spell, or like a ritual or a ceremony or doing some breath work or so I think it's really cool that um, I'm just making that connection now that our girls weekends are very much retreat like and say so yeah. the way we do birthdays we have like this little birthday thing that we always do um, and it's very whatever that person wants but it's very ritualistic ceremonial and yeah so I'm seeing just those parallels. Totally. And I think that requires intention though, right? Because I think girls weekends and girls getaways can be like bitching and gossiping and all those like low vibe things. Like let's just get together and bitch about our husbands or like all of those like low vibrational things versus I think you can make your girls weekends and your girls getaways, um, those high vibe things, things like you're describing Rickson, um, with dancing and moving energy, but really just finding your people and people that are into the same things. And that's what I love about the online space and the things that we offer. We literally can bring all the people that love the same shit that kind of feel like they're a little weird. Like, oh, I don't know if I should be into this, but like my partner tells me it's like, he's not going to be intimate. My kids, like they think that I think I'm a witch and they like to make fun of it, but you find people that are like, whoa, I want to do spells. That would be right. so cool. I want to. I want to look at the moon and talk about the moon and feel the moon's energy and drink moon water. And you find your people that are into those things, or that just want to lay and breathe and release trauma, or talk about the shit that we never get to talk about. Um, so I do think that that just doesn't happen naturally. I think there are a lot of that requires the right people and getting yourselves in those rooms. So um, for those that might be feeling like you don't have people like that, we would love to be your people, welcome you in with open arms. Because I know for me, like even a couple of years ago, I was the fitness girl. I was not into any of the spirituality stuff. And then through the, the funnel of Ashley, she really got me in. So come on. Yeah. Doesn't matter that you're trying to be leaner. You haven't handled you can be skinny. You can be skinny and strong over here. <laughs> 
Right. And so, um, yeah, so finding your people and people that speak your language and that are just going to love and accept you. Um, I do believe that, yeah, once you find them and once you're in that circle, it's about loving, loving and showing up exactly as you are. And what you're saying there, Ashley, me calling you out when you can call somebody out from a place of love. Um, it was. There was no like. No, totally. But that's what I mean. When you are, you feel safe enough to call somebody out from a place of love. That's really you being able to. <clears throat> so that's going to land safely. Right. I think so often we can be afraid of confrontation or about saying the hard things, um, especially if you haven't been able to say those things in those like primary relationships growing up. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I I'm glad that we had that amazing moment together and I love that it landed so beautifully with you um but yeah I just want to invite anybody who's listening that's like we've I'm sure there are people that have listened to the podcast for like a couple of years and like want to come hang out but like aren't sure and honestly just I invite everybody either come to Mexico with us or come to one of our like offerings just hang out um with us Rickson often offers a women's circle in listable um just come and hang out with us and be in our like circles and you'll be able to see that it is so loving and so um nurturing and so this is just that little invitation especially for all my projectors and projectors out there there's your invitation you're invited come hang out <laughs> so i wanted to add it's like this idea of discernment so i used to totally blow off a lot of steam and like feel energized after girls nights or whatever but now I'm more, I'm using more discernment where like, if I go to hang out with you guys at a retreat, I know that I'm, it's going to be reciprocated energy. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm a big giver, like I overgive. So if I go to like a random, you know, girls night at the bar or something, I'm going to give, like, I'm going to help everyone there with their stuff. And I used to do a lot of unsolicited advice also. <laughs> So now that I'm learning about like asking permission, like, do you want my take on this? You know, do you want to hear how I feel? Now it's like, I go to these things and I receive like a ton and I give. And so it's more, yeah, it's more like reciprocated as opposed to the, the kind of shadow side you were talking about and where you go and you're receiving a lot of other people's kind of garbage and you're their friends, so you want to support them and you you want them to feel safe to kind of dump their garbage. But now I feel like as a society and just like more conscious people, like in social situations, we're learning that maybe our friends aren't, you know, garbage kids. <laughs> maybe we don't want to kind of do that to our friends. But at a retreat, you can kind of say like, hey, like, I need to vent about this. Like, is this a space I can do it? And you'd probably be like, yeah. And so you vent and then you do the validation and the empathy and the energy release. And you actually do something with that garbage and turn it into gold (laughs) and go home. And you're like, not only did I vent, but I'm like filled up and I recognized all my strengths and I like cleared out all the clutter. So, yeah. I'm big on retreats. (laughs) What has been your biggest empowering moment um, while on retreat? I know that you had a very powerful, um, I saw it just on your social media stuff was just that you had a really powerful retreat experience. And I'm just wondering, based on all of the retreats that you've been to, what has been the most powerful or your biggest take home from, from any one of those? Yeah, that's a great question. So this retreat was for my jewelry business. So it was very much like a quote unquote business retreat. However, it had like a woo woo kind of edge, like we pulled tarot cards and I pulled like manifesting abundance card. And I was like, yay, because that's what I'm doing, like planning my business, all the things. But it also had this part where they had a breathwork specialist come and he kind of led us through some like visualizations. And then there was a man named Jason Ayers. So the retreat was run by Tracy Matthews. And if anyone's into jewelry, she does like jewelry 
kind of like marketing courses, but she's very much holistic, like figure out what life you want and then build your jewelry business around it to support it. So I love the way she functions. So Jason Ayers, who also runs a business where he helps people align themselves with their business. He led us through this idea of what are you pretending? And to be honest, I didn't really get it. And I find that sometimes if I don't understand something, it's a bit of like a, maybe my ego or my psyche is kind of like blocking me. Like, like I'm not getting it on purpose because I kind of don't want to like look at it. So I kind of kept trying to figure out, okay, what am I pretending? Like, what is he talking about? So I kind of kept working through this idea. And, you know, it was in like a room. So you're all kind of working together, like working on yourself, but with other people, which is quite powerful because you are kind of like receiving and giving energy to each other. And you all have this like common goal. And I think that's what's super powerful. Like I'm just learning about kind of psychic and intuitive things. But I think that's kind of what's happening is we're almost like receiving everyone's kind of thoughts and ideas. So anyway, so I eventually figured out that I was now like my mind is like blocking me again because it's like something I don't want to <laughs> face. So I figured out that I was terrified of making mistakes. So that was just huge. Once I kind of put that aside, everything started to flow. I like was figuring out all these things about my branding, about my business. And like even that night in the hotel, because this retreat was where like you go in the day to events and then you stay at a hotel. And I really like that because I need a lot of alone time to kind of process everything. So in the hotel that night, I started writing like this triggers for treasure idea that I've had for a long time. I just didn't, I wasn't doing it probably because I was so scared of making mistakes. So yeah, that was huge. Just little things like that, like realizing what you're scared of or what is sort of blocking you. And I kind of believe like I'm really into sort of DIY individual work and I did it for so much of my life. I think one of the reasons I'm having so many breakthroughs and like spiritual awakenings is because I started to do it in community. So like, you know, I'd be on TikTok and it would be like, oh, your spiritual awakening doesn't really start until, or not doesn't really start, but will really take off when you start healing with others. And I was like, okay. So I started to want like a group of women. And then I found the women's circle where I met Ange. And it, one, it felt like I manifested it. So that was kind of cool. And then two, it's just like, it's like working on yourself is like one dimensional or two dimensional. And then when you work with others, it's like three dimensional, four dimensional, five dimensional. Like there's all these facets and people can see things that you can't see. And it's just amazing. So yeah, I'm all about the community sort of healing because you also find out like everyone's got problems. Everyone's life is, you know, difficult and magical and, you know, all the facets. So there is a collective energy that gets created, right? And that is, that's the magic of retreat is that, and I, I have people, Ange um, has some clients too that have called it like the bubble. Like you're in this bubble and you're in this bubble and these people um, that you form this instant connection with it's, you're so held, you're so deeply held. And one of the things that I see, it's just a download that popped in as you were talking, Rickson, we have people fill roles for us in those situations where we can unravel either with good news or bad news or happy news or whatever, but we can just be who we are. And then you'll see, you'll see people come out in different ways that will fill what we need. So you've got that mothering hand. So I think about, and for you, when we were on, we were actually teaching at a retreat, but it was during breath work that like one of the big pieces for you was that Heather was like wiping your tears and like holding your head and that like really nurturing mothering, um, right. Caring for a wound that's there. Right. And then you've got the guider, the person who's like, this is what you got to do. Like that's father energy. That's just like, you know, I see, I see that this is wrong, or I see that this is mixed up, or I, 
right? Like this is right. Like Ange, when we were chatting and you were kind of supporting me and like calling you, that's like dad energy. Like, Hey kid, like nice try. Fuck off. Let's go. Right. Like it's, it's right. And so you'll see that the things that you need most from those primary relationships that maybe just weren't available to you and not, not by any fault of your parents or by the people around you, or maybe it was whatever, but you're going to get what it is that you needed and you're creating this energy, right? And I'm not perhaps a super religious person, but there's things that come in that make a lot of sense to me. And one of the things that Jesus said, and he was a super spiritual guy healed with his hands. I like him. Um, Love Jesus. <laughs> he said, where two or three gather in my name, right? That's what he's talking about. That is church. So what he's, what he's talking about is that's where the Holy Spirit shows up. That's where that energy, that's where that like, ah, that vibration moves up. And that's what he was talking about. Right. And that's what we feel. That's what we feel when we're on retreat and whatever you want to call it, you can call it Holy Spirit. You can call it voodoo. You can call it source. You can call it creator. You can call it the divine feminine. It doesn't matter. What you're feeling is that vibration of really, really, really connected divine energy. Yeah. Right? And, and that's where the magic happens. Right. And I love how at these retreats too, like you can be of different religions. Like that's what really spoke to me about spirituality because I was always exploring different religions like Buddhism and Christianity and Catholicism and, or like Zoroastrian, one of my friends was. And every single time I would find something that didn't resonate with me. And I was like, oh, I have to be like, I have to believe it all to be part of these religions. So then when I found spirituality, all of these leaders or like influencers were saying quotes from all different religions, like Jesus or Buddha. And I was like, oh, these are my people. Like, this is what it's about. It's like the ideas are very similar and the names are just different. So it's neat that you can go on a retreat and you can have you know, your unique self. You don't have to change. It's actually the opposite. It's about like finding yourself and being more authentic. And that piece you talked about, like figuring out, not necessarily figuring out, but you get to kind of even try different roles. Like maybe you want to be the caring one. Maybe you want to be the father figure sometimes. And that really like fills me up to kind of be in a space and kind of know what people need and offer it. And then that like fills my cup, right? They talk about with kids, like filling your bucket and stuff. And they talk about how filling other people's buckets fills your bucket. <laughs> and the power of the sharing that goes on, I'm thinking to one of our self-love retreats, there was a really, really hard thing that one woman showed up with and she unpacked it in our first like five minutes. We went around, we introduced, you know, what are, what's hard in your life? What's great in your life? What are you grateful for? And one of the things that she unpacked was something she found out in her world that was literally like crumbling apart that morning. And it was big, oh. like it was a, it was a doozy. And oh. every single woman in that room just fucking held her, held space for her, cried, never met her in like me too. I had never met her in my life. And I'm sitting there bawling just because <laughs> of this like massive thing. And so the power of just, being able to unpack in a space where you're just energetically held, right? And she yeah. came with one of her friends who was physically holding her. Um, there's so much power that comes with that collective energy um, that just, it allows you to embrace people that, and I know that for some of those women, they had never felt that way to any of their friends, like that, like, girl, I've got you. Like you can unpack this. I'm here for you um, with their own friends. And yet this woman in three minutes, we are all like, sister, what right? do you need? I got oh. you. Well, and it's like what Andrew's saying about intention, because we're all going there intending to hold space and to heal and like release things. That's what happens, right? You like manifest the experience but you don't have to know what's going to happen. You don't have to be experienced with retreats. You can just go as a hot mess. <laughs> like, and everyone's just going to be like, we gotcha. Like, you don't have to be anyone. You don't have to act any certain way. You just come and, 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 if, you also do, and if you do, that's okay. 
that's we'll figure that out, <laughs> right? Yeah, like I know <laughs> retreat is similar to like the breath is the shaman in breath work. Or it's like you think you're going in with one thing, yeah, you might be coming out with something else. So if yeah. you're like, oh, I'm like, I'm gonna make sure everybody's happy and that might just get pulled out. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. I thought I was coming for this. So that's the beauty too, is like you're gonna you just get what you need. Exactly. Some people need yeah. that, like divine support and other people need a kick in the ass and other people need guidance and like hand holding and other people need quiet and solitude and you get what you need. Right? Yeah. And another thing that popped in my head when you're talking, I hope it's okay to mention like the idea of finances. Is, oh, yeah. We talked about I like I discovered this where I was going through my life like I went to university, my parents paid for it. I was very um, fortunate and grateful. And then I did my master's and again, my dad paid for it. So I had this idea and I was very grateful. And I had this idea that like all this money had already been invested in me. I needed to sort of make it and succeed without spending any more on myself. So I kind of functioned or like survived that way for a really long time. And then when I finally did, you know, do the online therapy, which was still super affordable, it opened up this idea that like successful people or just like everyone needs support. And in our culture, we kind of just have to pay for it. (laughs) It's like, it's not really a positive, like it would be nice if everything could just be offered for free. Right. But we live in this like capitalistic consumerist society. So it's just kind of this reality. And once I did start investing in myself, I had like huge financial things come back. Like I started this um, program with Tracy, which is for marketing my jewelry company. And then I had a $27,000 sale, one sale. And I was like, what? What is going on? So it kind of like, I know that's kind of an extreme example, but I don't usually sell things that are worth that much. So it's like, yes, you do. Don't do your manifesting. That's the new bar. Uh-uh. So you always the sell at that point. You are worth that. It comes in easily. It's with grace and ease, babe. Like receive it. And so that's what's really fascinating is it's like, you know, I'll talk to people and they're like, I don't have time for that. I don't have the money for that. And I get it. Like I completely empathize and understand that mindset. But even when you're in that mindset, you can still just try, right? Be like, okay, I don't have the money for this, but I'm just going to try and see what happens. Or I'm going to like ask some family member if they'll like help me out because it's for myself and I'm struggling, etc. Ask for help. And then you go and you're like, oh, I can do all the things. Like that mindset was keeping us in the lack and keeping us from being ourselves, which will sort of create abundance, like financially, if that makes sense. Even if you don't own your own business, because I know I own my own business. So when I sort of invest in myself, it can directly change the way I make money. But even if you work for someone else, like you're going to show up like a hundred percent better, like thousands of times more capable and able. And it just, it means you have more time, you have more energy. Like it's, it's just magical. So yeah, for those who are kind of like, I can't afford a retreat. It's, it's like not so black and white. (laughs) And this is one of the things we've talked about. Can you afford not to? Yeah. Yeah. Like once I sort of switched that, cause Tracy would talk about that, like, cause she would present her program as like, if you're ready to invest in yourself, then like come on board. She doesn't even really say like, if you're not ready, come on board. She's like, I only want people who are kind of ready. And that's a really interesting technique because then you're flipping your mindset before you even like invest the money. And that that will help, right? Because that's like the first step. That's for free. You can just flip your mindset for free. <laughs> I think <laughs> too, one of, the things, one, one of the things you touch on, Rickson, that I think is um, something that I, as a manifester, not a manifester generator like you or Andrew in that like human design, but we are all manifesting all the time. 
We just are, right? And so it's what are you manifesting? And are you doing it consciously or are you doing it subconsciously? Because regardless, you're creating the world that you show up in. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And if you've created this like nonsense in your mind that makes you think that other people are in charge of that, that sucks. But you also created that. I know. It's like when you, when I awakened, it was really depressing. (laughs) It's hard because you got to look at a lot of crap. I had judgmental thoughts and I was like, I'm literally like using the people around me to like punish myself. Like, why am I doing this? It was, yeah, it was quite depressing (laughs) to to become like conscious. Totally. But the thing with uh, like having an abundance mindset, what do the most abundant people do? They give because they have a lot. There's yeah. no like, I got to keep this, right? That's not abundance. Abundance is I have so much. Like, psh, I can buy you supper. I got lots in my bank. We're good. Oh, I can buy those shoes because psh, I got lots. I can get your kids shoes too because we got lots, right? So right. people who have, who are abundant, they give. So if yeah. you want to be somebody who is abundant, you have to be abundant You have to be wealthy before it shows up. You have to be at that vibration before it's physically in your world. Yeah. Or it cannot be magnetized to you. You will repel it. And then you'll stay in that lack mindset, right? So you want, you want to make money. You want to move something. You want to give something. Yeah. Without going like, I don't know. (laughs) I really shouldn't do this. I can't afford it. Give freely and easily. And that comes back a thousandfold because universe, you're at that vibration. That's what you're drawing to you. It's like, oh, she's got lots. We give her more. She got lots. Oh, she's right. And so if you're in that mindset, giving, if you want more, give. Yeah. Can't do that. The only thing you need to focus on is being grateful for what you do have. Forget about calling in more gratitude for what you do have because gratitude is at that vibration. So if you, can't, yeah. if you can't, and you're just like stressed in that point, don't even think about it. Just be in gratitude. Right. Well, and I also love that idea. Like if the opportunity is there, then you can, right? Like if you're in the position where you can do something, then you're already worthy and capable of it because it's there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Rixon, you are our tarot card queen. So I wondered if you could pull a little card for us. What do you think? Of course I can. (laughs) So this is the Ethereal Visions deck. So let's see. So do we have a question? I was just going to say, what do we need to hear? What does our audience need to hear? Um, Either a little reminder or a face, depending on what card comes up. Yeah, let's see. Do you guys want to take part in the choosing? <laughs> Middle or? Full trust you. Full trust. trust your intuitions, yeah. You're sacral, aren't you? Pardon? You're sacral, I think, right? I don't remember. I need another reading with you. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell you my birthday right now. <laughs> But yeah, like I feel, um, I trust like my, I have like your my chart. comes from my gut. Is that what sacral would be? Mm-hmm. Or is that- mm-hmm. I have your chart. So I'll just quickly pull it up while you're doing that. I love it. <laughs> it's the best. Okay. I'm just going to look at them. 10 of wands. Mm, okay. What does that mean? Okay. So I know what this means because I get it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you can just kind of look at it and for the people listening it has a gentleman on the deck and gender doesn't actually matter in tarot this could be a woman or any gender and he has he she they has 10 wands which are like sticks he has them in like a satchel and he's carrying them on his back. But in the traditional rider weight deck, the figure is like struggling with all of these wands. So the message is that you have a lot of responsibilities. So probably your listeners can relate to this. You know, you have your kids, your husband or spouse, your job, 
all the things like if it's women listening, we take on and are given a lot. And so this is about how you might be like overwhelmed or overburdened or burnt out. And in this card, he's already sort of figured out how to put it in like a bag and carry it. So that's kind of the medicine. That's the message that you can sort of feel grateful for all this responsibility because you have like the power and the capability to handle it because you have it kind of that idea. I was just saying, if the opportunity is there, you can take it or receive it. You might just need to like rearrange the sticks, like lay them on top of your arms so you can carry them or figure out a more like efficient way. Maybe you need systems, right? So this kind of ties into the retreat or like getting a reading with Ange or getting Reiki with you, Ashley, or any practitioner is we might kind of need a little help <laughs> in like figuring out how can we best carry these sticks? Because as we know, like our psyche and our ego will often kind of block us because not because we want to hurt ourselves, but because we're scared of changing because we want to be safe. We're, we feel safe struggling with all the, the wands, <laughs> but it's not the most efficient. We maybe don't feel good. We feel like we're struggling. So yeah, that is the message of the Ten of Wands. Thank you. Love it, love it. Sounds very fitting that. for when this episode's going to be out. Excellent. <laughs> awesome. All right, Rixon. Well, we want to say thank you for coming on and sharing all your wisdom, sharing your stories and sharing um, your experiences. We've loved having this conversation with you. We'll be sure to put all of your information in the show notes. But before we go, I have two things. One of them, do you have any specific offerings right now that you'd like to share with our audience, things that you're offering over the holidays or into the new year that... Uh, You'd like to let them know about. Sure. So when will it air? <laughs> I'm thinking beginning of December. Okay. Okay. So I am starting to release new collections on the full moon. So that's exciting. And you can check out my website to kind of see what's going on because I like to go live sometimes. I've just started offering tarot meditations so this is like a custom meditation and it can be sort of any fantasy world. So clients fill out a short form and they say kind of their ideal setting, maybe like an archetype or a character that they really like and what they're struggling with. And then I write them a custom meditation and it's like a one-to-one -one session where I lead them through it. And they get like affirmations and things like that. So it's like tailored specifically to you because I really like writing meditations. And then, yeah, I have this that vast jewelry collection that's for sale on my website because I've been a manifesting generator running a business for 17 years. So there's a lot <laughs> to go on and enjoy like Celtic pieces and fantasy and pet jewelry and all the fun things. Amazing. I love it. I love it. I was on your website earlier and I love that you are so like niched in the like specific passions. Like if you're into Dungeons and Dragons and you want to get an engagement ring for your partner who's also into Dungeons and Dragons, they, Rickson has a ring for that. And you have, a whole, you have a whole section that's just for nerds, I think, or something like that. So if you're like, I just want you all really this very specific to the things that I'm passionate about. Rickson is your girl. You have so many cool things. On Thank you. It's true. Right. So my your brain is brilliant. Thank you. I remember you said something like that to me at the at the women's circle too, and it just like filled my cup. Yeah, my new tagline is bringing your fantasy into the everyday with a ring. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we have one more question for you, my love, and that is, Rixon, how would you like to be remembered? Oh, my. So good. Oh, Okay, I think I would like to be remembered as um, this is so hard. 
I do more than one thing. <laughs> Manifesting generator. You can do as many things as you want. You can do all the things. I was thinking like caring, creative, and safe. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, that was, that's a good way to end it. I love it. Thank you guys so much. This was so fun. Or you, I keep trying to think of a new word for guys. Thank you, souls, <laughs> for having me. This was super just chatting and yeah, vibing and all the same interesting topics. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week for another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. All of the things we talked about will be in the show notes. And one more thing is that you should be with us in Mexico. So, I know, right? Yes. You should manifesting. Manifesting it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing. All right. Lots of love, guys. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Thank you. Bye.